Hello and welcome once more to the Be More, Do More and Have More podcast. We're talking today about the habit of making excuses and how this can really, really be an obstacle to making it in life. Personally, I've discovered from my own life and from observing others around me that the people who really are successful, the people who get things done, they are people you seldom hear making excuses. Whereas on the contrary, all the people I know who are always habitually making excuses anytime you reach out to them to ask them for a commitment or to ask them to do something or to ask them for an explanation, they always come back with an excuse. It's always like, um, yeah, I would have come to say hello to you when your wife gave birth, but my car is not really in good shape and I don't have good tires to make the trip or uh, you know how things are these days. It costs money. Just excuses. Why haven't you started that business? Um, I just don't think uh, I have the money yet. You know, I need that capital before I can move forward. Or, um, yeah, I tried calling my uncle last week so that he could raise me money to start the business. But, you know, he hasn't responded. So I guess, why haven't you done your homework? Why haven't you read that book? Uh, I'm always busy. You know how it is. Life, life, life is tough excuses 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 trust me excuses are the worst thing that you can entertain or allow if you really want to make it in life george washington carver said 99 percent of the failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses and benjamin franklin said he that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else and that's so true if you're into the habit of making excuses and even worse than that if people realize or see you as someone who is always making excuses you're practically never going to be someone that people can rely on like i know people in my life right now who i would say that they're always making excuses they're not people that i can rely on they're not people that i can say oh no don't worry i can call on this person who's going to handle it whereas the people i know who just get things done those are people who you would want to commit either your money to or anything at all we need to take a look at our lives and see are we in the habit of making excuses? Are we in the habit of looking for reasons why we're not making progress, reasons why we're not moving forward? The day you stop making excuses and you start to take responsibility for everything that happens to you, that's the day you start to make progress. Now, one radical way of challenging yourself, especially if you think that you still have that excusitis disease, I'll call it an excusitis affliction. One way of challenging yourself is to sit down Maybe in front of a mirror and tell yourself that from today, everything that happens to me from today going forward is my fault or it's my doing or it's under my control. So in other words, you're taking responsibility. You're saying that there is nothing that is going to happen from now on that you would ever put the blame on somebody else. So if you're late for a meeting, rather than say, Oh, it's because the Uber guy didn't come on time or oh, it's the internet that prevented my Uber app from working. You would say, no, it's my fault. I should have started earlier. I should have, you know, ordered a cab earlier or gotten ready earlier or just decided to get there an hour earlier. Rather than say, let's see, let's look for an example. Rather than say, the reason why I'm having this argument with my wife or my girlfriend or the reason why I'm falling out with my better half or my friend or my sister, Rather than say it's because they are so annoying, it's because they are so rude or it's because they are so whatever the excuse you might want to give. Say, 
I am responsible because I should have found a way to understand this person and relate better or I'm responsible because I allowed my emotions to get the better of me. Next time I'll be calm and cool and collected. You see, this forces you to look inwards at what you can do to address or manage any situation that comes your way rather than looking outwards. The key is looking inwards. Anything that you do that makes you look inwards at yourself to see what you can do to address or manage any situation empowers you to be more responsible, empowers you to actually take charge of your own destiny. But every time you find yourself looking outwards, like if anything is going on in your life right now, either you're feeling stagnant or a business idea you have is not working out or you're having arguments or you're falling out in relationships, rather than looking outwards. Because if you look outwards, if you blame other people or blame the circumstance or the environment, then it means that you're going to remain there because you're saying that the only reason why I'm here is because this person has put me in this place or this situation has put me in this place or the Nigerian government has put me in this situation because the Nigerian government is so bad. And you will continue to remain in that position. You continue to remain a victim. But when you look inwards and say, okay, yes, the Nigerian economy is bad. Money no day pocket. Things are hard. Yes, agreed. But don't make that excuse. Don't let that be an excuse for you not to do something. Rather than say those things, say, what can I do now? What do I have in my possession? Either in my possession physically or non-physically, like what, else, what can I do with my time or my resources right now that I can use to get ahead? And you'll be amazed that once you start looking inwards, once you start looking at yourself, you'll be amazed at how much power you regain, how much control you have, how much you're able to take charge and determine the trajectory of your life. Even if it's as simple as just being aware of your thoughts and your responses, being aware of your potential, your power. One of the greatest assets that God has given us is time, you know, and focusing on the present moment. A lot of times we find ourselves getting into that state of helplessness that makes us give excuses. We find ourselves getting into that state because we're, we're telling ourselves that things are bad now and in the future. We're saying that, ah, this situation can't be good because that means that tomorrow this will happen or that will happen or that means that I will not be able to do this or you're afraid of something that's not yet happened and so it's paralyzing you and keeping you in the present and then you're now giving excuses. You know, if we can focus on the present moment and say, what can I do now to help myself? You'll be surprised that you will break free. So we have to find ways to avoid making excuses. Another form of making excuses is complaining. You know, it's possible to live a life without complaining. Do you know? It's possible. I've, I've tried it as an experiment before. When I graduated from medical school, the next thing for me was to do my internship, you know, which is a period of one year where young doctors shadow senior doctors and work like apprentices so that you can now put to practice all the theory that you've learned in school. And it's a trying time psychologically, mentally. So it's not just your academic knowledge that is going to be tested during that time. You're, you're going to be tested physically, mentally, psychologically, emotionally, because now you are hands-on handling human lives, many times sleepless nights and so So if you're someone who in medical school was used to having your full night's sleep and, you know, going out to enjoy yourself and pamper yourself, when you get into the trenches, when you get into the corridors of a hospital, all of that is going to go out the window because you're now responsible for human lives and you're going to experience levels of stress and pressure that you have never, ever thought possible. And so I was already anticipating that, I, you know, I heard all the stories and I knew I was going to be in for a tough time. I could see examples of it on the ward rounds, you know, in medical school, ward rounds, especially the school I went to, ward rounds could be quite intimidating. 
because some doctors feel the best way to train their students is to put them under a lot of pressure somehow like like military training you know the way military officers shout at cadets and trainees and make them feel miserable because they're trying to test their mental resilience and all of that so sometimes medical wards and medical school can be like that so medical school already gave me a glimpse of that and then i was now going into the real world to work in the hospital i was so afraid that i would make a mistake one day that would cost somebody's life you know so i was on my toes i said okay you know what i'm already going to be under a lot of pressure and it's an experience i have never experienced before so i don't know where i got that inspiration from maybe it's from all the books i was listening to the self-help books and other things but i just decided at that point that the best thing for me is for the next three months because my first posting was going to be a three months posting but in the next three months i am not going to complain about anything because i don't need that negative energy i need full positive energy i need to be fully in control because the minute i begin to complain and feel the pressure i don't think i'll be able to cope right i'm sensitive like that and guess what it was the best decision I ever made. I can't forget it. Early 2006, when I started my housemanship, my first posting was pediatrics. And boy, it was tough. I would get into a ward. Sometimes we have up to 60 patients on admission. And I'll be the only house officer. And my job then was to make sure that no child is going into complications. So, you know, and setting up um, IV lines for IV fluids and giving IV injections and treatments. So you can imagine waking up getting to the ward as early as 6.37 before your senior doctors are there doing a ward round that would last like three hours, four hours and you're standing on your feet. And then after that, you have a load of tasks to do because they would assign certain beds to you. And then afterwards, you're going to be on emergency call. So you're receiving new client, new patients are coming in. And then after that, you probably be on night call and then you still have to make sure you complete all your tasks before the day's over, get blood for those who need blood transfusions. So at the end of the day, for three months, I was waking up by six and sometimes I wouldn't sleep. There were some nights, there were some days I wouldn't sleep for three, three nights in a row, you know, and the pressure was immense. But guess what? I made sure that no matter what, I didn't complain. Nothing. I never said a negative thing to myself or to anybody. I just took everything in my stride and that was what helped me to pass through that period. I don't think I've been able to do it otherwise. I may have been able to do it otherwise, but probably it would have been like a terrible experience for a lot of doctors, young doctors, especially those, my colleagues that went through that period with me. It was tough. Many people had breakdowns, falling sick and all of that. I never felt sick, not even once. I was on top of my game. And I've applied that several times in other things, especially when I'm going to a new environment and new experiences. I recently left Nigeria and I'm in the UK now. And, you know, that transition was weighing heavily on my mind, but I just made up my mind that, okay, I'm not going to complain. Rather, I'm going to develop the attitude of gratitude. So I'm just sharing that story because it's possible for you to determine and believe that you're not going to complain or you're going to reduce the level of complaining and excuse making that you do currently. So if this podcast is reaching you and you do a deep introspection, reflection, and you look into your life and you say, if you're humble enough and real enough to admit and say, yes, I do make excuses all the time. I do find myself blaming other people, blaming my environment, blaming my parents, blaming my past a lot. And you would agree that those things are holding you back. So right from today, just say, okay, you know what? The past is the past. My parents made their mistakes. My partner made this mistake. Um, People have made their mistakes. I have made my mistakes. That's all in the past from today, right? From today, 26th of January, 2024. I'm going to make sure that going forward, I do not complain about anything. 
going forward, I do not blame any anybody for anything. So even if I f have a fallout with somebody or my boss gets me annoyed or something goes wrong or somebody hits my car, even if the police stop me and harass me and waste my time, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to give an excuse to say, oh, the reason why I'm not talking to this person is because that person is an a-hole. You're going to rather say, I take responsibility. Yeah. I take responsibility for the fact that we're not talking right now. I played my part. And then you decide on what to do next. If you're in a place where nothing's happening, you feel life is not treating you fair, ask yourself, am I always making excuses? If you're supposed to visit your brother, or your sister, or your siblings and play a better role in their lives, stop making excuses. Stop saying, oh, I don't have a phone. Oh, I don't have credit. I don't have money to go. Forget about that, what you have, and what you don't have. What can you do now? You might be able to borrow a phone and send a message. You might be able to say a prayer for the person. You may be able to, you know, just, just decide to be grateful and start being grateful all the time. There's always something you can do. So look at it like a game between positive energy and negative energy. On the negative energy side, you have things like excuses, complaints, and so on. On the positive energy side, a whole lot of things. You have gratitude. You have action. You have list making, goal setting. You have time management, time control, you have reading, reading books, listening to podcasts. All of these things are positive. So let it be that in that game of life, a game between the positives and the negatives, you are always playing the positive ball and you leave the negative ball to the negative people. Determine today to stop making excuses. So that's it for this episode. I hope it was engaging and educational. I hope you learned something and I hope that you're inspired today to make some changes. I want you to know that you have everything in this life to enable you to be more than you are right now, to do better and to do more than you're doing right now and to have more than you've ever had before. Thanks for listening. Please make sure to subscribe and follow anywhere you find this podcast. This podcast is available on Podbean, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and it's going to be available on a lot more other platforms in the coming weeks. So please don't forget to leave a comment if you can, if you're on Podbean or anywhere, and also share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you once again. Have a great day.